0: Yesterday, a friend of mine asked me a very important question: Will we ever get to the point where we can just stop arguing about politics? And I said no, and I punched him in the face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I didn't. I didn't say no. I just punched him in the face. I figured he'd. I figured he'd get the point. What's up? This is Mark K. saves the Republic. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. I know it's okay. He's a doctor, so he can. He can. You know, he'd, he can take care of him. Uh, he can take care of his bloody nose and his bruised, uh, you know, whatever, his eyeballs and stuff like that. What's up? This is Marquet Saves the Republic. I know I already said that, but it's an interesting question. I was at poker night last night with the guys we have every couple of weeks we get together for poker. And somebody said something about something political, and then there was an argument that ensued. And one of my friends who's a doctor turns to me and says, can we ever get to the point, do you think, in this country where we can just have different political opinions and viewpoints and not argue about them all the time? And first of all, I said to him, do you not know who you're talking to? (laughs) Do you know? I get paid very well to argue about politics. That's actually not true. I don't, if you even listen to my show, I don't really, I don't ever really argue about politics. And the reason why is because when somebody argues with me about politics or when somebody argues with you about politics, whenever there's an argument that ensues, you have to understand it's not a hatred. You know, it's not an anger. It's a lack of understanding that comes from an absence of foundational purpose. I know that sounds really important in clinical and psychological. It's not. Uh, it's a lack of understanding that comes from an absence of foundational purpose. When somebody has no foundational purpose or when they when they try to um deny their foundational purpose, they have this lack of understanding of how the world works. And that's what leads to arguments. It leads to arguments in anything, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a working environment whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, your, your, your politics, whatever it could have, religion, all of these things come from a lack of foundational purpose, um, or, or, which leads to this misunderstanding. Let me give you some specific examples. Uh, in this world, we have, we've kind of, for whatever reason, decided that things are a lot more complex than they are. Most of the answers to questions in this world are yes or no questions. Uh, most of the answers to the to the questions in this world are are one A or B. There aren't really 26 different options. We've been fooled and maybe it's because of the sexy books. Um we've been fooled to think that there's 50 shades of gray, that there's 50 shades of different that there's all these variations and variables that go into answers for questions. And and 99% of the questions you can ask somebody or 99% of the things in this world are factually based. It is a yes or no, A or B true or false answer. Are you hungry? Yes, I am hungry. No, I'm not hungry. Uh, it, it's very simple, are you awake? Yes, I'm awake. That would be no, I'm not awake. Do you wanna go here? Yes, I do. Do you wanna go here? No, I don't. Um, and somewhere along the line, people have decided that because, they, because they, they're scared of, or they don't understand the, uh, this foundational purpose of all of these things, they get angry, they get heated, They lash out and they seek shelter in things that just aren't true. When they can't deal with the reality, for example, that's when they retreat into fantasy. So the best thing that I've found to do or what I tend to do when someone argues with me about politics is, and if you listen to my show, you'll see I don't really argue politics. I'll share. I'll spit the truth. I'll tell you facts. What really on my show, what I do is I try to look for people who are trying to convince you that something that isn't true is and then I'll try to explain to you why what they're saying is false. But when somebody calls me up and says, Mark K, you are an idiot, Mark K. You don't know what you're talking about, Mark K. Your, your political candidate of choice is a horrible person. They're a racist. They're terrible for America. They've done nothing but lie, cheat, and steal. And they're starting to pick an argument with me. I don't really argue back with them. I just say, OK, well, hold on. Let's Let's take this step by step. And I begin to ask them questions. I ask them questions about what they say. I ask them questions about what they, um, you know, what they think, why they think it. I ask them for specific examples because specific examples, it's very, when somebody lives in a fantasy land, which is what's happening here. I mean, look, when your reality, let's say, for example, that you vote for Joe Biden and Joe Biden loses the election. Uh, You don't like the reality of that. So you live in a fantasy world. And in that fantasy world, Uh, Joe Biden has lost the election for some terrible, horrible reason, or vice versa. You live in a world where Donald Trump is president, and you don't like that Donald Trump is president because you voted for Joe Biden. So you create this fantasy world where Donald Trump colluded with Russia, (laughs) he colluded with Vladimir Putin, and somehow stole the election from Hillary Clinton. And the problem is that there are people in Washington, D.C. who take advantage of this misconception. When you're living in this, uh, this reality that does not exist, and unfortunately, people that want to maintain power or take back power, they prey on that. And they say, oh, look, here are some delusional people living in a fantasy world where Donald Trump is this evil monster who stole everything he has in life and who is a fraudster. And we're going to uh, we're gonna buy into that. We're going to play into their emotions and take advantage of that, and build up this coalition of people who are walking around misconceived. Uh, the, look, there's truth in everything. The truth is very, very, the truth is very, very complex, uh, concrete. You know, are you a man or are you a woman? It's a simple question. There's only two answers. Yet we've we've built this fantasy world, and people have built this fantasy world where they believe, you know, what? I don't like the. I don't maybe know how to be a man, and that's a, and that's a legit. Now that is legitimate. There are men out there who have never been taught to be men because even though you are born a man. Sometimes you're not really sure what to do with your manhood. Sometimes you're not sure what to do with your testosterone and your feelings. You're not sure what to do with all of this energy you have or these thoughts. You're not taught what the man's place in society is, what God's plan for the man was, what men in the past have done, what men in the present are supposed to do, and what men in the future are expected to do to make sure that this country continues to move forward the way it does. And that's it. I mean, and that's fair. I'm not saying it's your fault that you weren't educated and taught how to be a man. That's your parents' fault. That's society's fault. Somewhere along the line, they, missed, they messed up, man. And they did not teach men how to be men and women how to be women. And so those men and women get confused as to who they really are. They, they, they have that absence of foundational purpose. And when you have that absence of foundational purpose, you lack understanding of your place in the world. And... The problem is, instead of going and trying to understand the truth or the facts, it's way easier to just make something up. It's just easier to say, you know what? I am not a man or a woman. I'm a they, and I have, therefore, no foundational purpose. I don't need to understand what I am, and I don't need to have any responsibility one way or the other. It's such, an, it's such a great escape. It's such an easy escape, and it's such a destructive escape. And if anybody comes along and says, hey, by the way, your fantasy world isn't true, that's when that's when people get angry and they start to lash out. Think about like Harry Potter or Star Wars or the the multiverse. You know, think about those people. There are people that dress up like wizards and believe that they're in one of the four houses and they've read all the books and they, they have wands and they're running around yelling, you know, Wingardium Levioso and all this kind of stuff. And they believe that that's what the world is because it's easier to understand a world where magic can just do anything you want, than having to go out and do something on your own. It's easier to understand uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Not, I'm not okay, That one's really. I still get lost. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea the difference between an orc and an elf and a dwarf and a hobbit. Uh, but anyway, that, but some people, it's easier for them to understand that than our political system. You'd be amazed at how many people know the senators and the emperors and the. And the princesses in Star Wars, but don't have any idea how our own government is run. And therefore, when they argue politics, it's coming from a place of lack of understanding. If people really understood the Constitution of the United States of America, if they knew what was in that document, they would see that it's cut and dry. There's very little room for arguing. In fact, let me, here, let me grab it real quick. Look, this is the Constitution of the United States of America. We the people in order of the United States in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. So it's really cut and dry there. Provide for the common defense. The United States of of, uh, America, the government, is there to provide for the common defense. And what's happening at the border right now is they ain't doing it. If you look at the Bill of Rights, we can go right through. Let's look at the Second Amendment, for example. Uh, A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That is cut and dry. That is a yes or no question. Shall the right of the people to keep and bear arms be infringed? No. Are we sure? Uh, yeah. But there's all these stipulations. there's all these shades of gray. Well, what if they want to have a magazine with over thirty rounds in it? Oh, well, then we should definitely infringe those. What if they want to have an automatic weapon? or what if they want to carry near a school or a library or a municipal building? or what if they're a convicted felon? Or what if all these stipulations, all these shades of gray because people don't have they don't have an understanding. Of where the Second Amendment came from. They don't have an understanding of why the Second Amendment is important. And they don't have an uh, understanding of the fundamental truth behind not just the Second Amendment, but all the amendments. And that, that creates uh, a, a lack of understanding from the absence of foundational purpose. The foundational purpose of the Second Amendment, really, the foundational purpose of all the amendments, was to keep government in check, was to keep government in check. And the reason we want to keep government in check is because, well, it's right there, is we want to instore, ensure domestic tranquility uh, and we want to secure the blessings of liberty. And you cannot secure the blessings of liberty if you have an overreaching, tyrannical government like the one that our founding fathers overthrew in the Revolutionary War. It's all really, it, it, whenever somebody argues politics with you, you have to realize, first and foremost, this is a person that doesn't understand politics. Anybody who has a, 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 a knowledge and an understanding of what this world is, what this country is, uh, of the rules, if you will, of the laws of nature, anyone who just studies even a modicum, religion, whatever it is, if you understand it more than your opponent, you won't argue. You'll soon realize, I mean, it's really, it's like arguing math. You know, think about this. How dumb would it be to argue math with somebody? Somebody comes in and says, did you know that two plus two is five? And you go, actually, I believe two plus two is four. And they go, you're a racist. <laughs> two plus two is five. I ide- it identifies as five. And then someone else comes in and says, yeah, I believe that two plus two is six. And that person goes, that's fine. You can do that because two plus two is not just four. And if you and you're denying me, you're misnumerically identifying me. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 when you think about math, if somebody says two plus two is five and you say, no, it's not. And they say you're a racist. That's something that is pretty clearly you realize how insane these people are. But when somebody says something like, um, you know, there's men and women and someone else comes and goes, no, you're not. There's not. There's tons of different things. uh, For some reason, society accepts that. It's really weird. I wonder if they would accept an alternate math when I was doing my taxes. (laughs) If the government's accepting of the fact that there's multiple different genders, if they're accepting of the fact that illegal immigrants are okay to break the law and come into this country illegally, if they're accepting of the fact that there's different tiers of justice for different people based on their political parties, would they also accept an alternative math when I'm doing my taxes? You owe $30,000 in taxes. No, I don't. Look, look at the math here. I deducted this. And now I only owe $3,000 in taxes. And if you disagree with me, you're a racist. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, that's basically basically what happens in this society today. And that's why I don't argue politics, I just ask questions. And there's something else really interesting that happens when you ask people questions. And on my show, and I admit that I do this, maybe it's right, maybe it's not. But I can pretty quickly determine, and it's from years of practice, I can pretty quickly uh, determine from a conversation when I'm asking people questions, I can determine if this person, A, is fixable, if they're helpable, if they can be changed. If I continue to ask this, pe- this person questions, are they going to see the error of their ways? Are they gonna be able to comprehend the truth? Are they gonna be able to basically come around to reality? Uh, and if they, if they are, that's great. It may, not, it may take multiple conversations, but you can start to see a glimmer of understanding that maybe they were taught the wrong thing, and if you continue to ask the right questions, they'll come around to the truth on their own. That's the first type of person. They're rare. <laughs> the second type of person is the person that I use as an example to others. And this is more common. People will call my show, and I understand pretty clearly or pretty quickly that these people don't want understanding. They don't want um, foundational uh, they don't want foundational um, truth. They don't want They don't want the foundational purpose. They just want to argue that they're right and I'm wrong. And no matter how many questions you ask them, they are not leaving their fantasy land. They have walked through the gate of of fantasy land. They've locked the door behind them and they are living there and their rules are their rules and anyone else's rules are wrong. And they will argue. And look, when you don't have facts to base your arguments on, you'll just argue forever. When you're not interested in facts, it doesn't matter. You can literally say whatever you want and and if you as long as you believe it's true, um, you'll argue till the day you die. So I, if, if it's one of those people, what I then do is I just ask them questions, even though I know they'll never come to any kind of comprehension of how ridiculous they are. But I hope that by illustrating their ridiculousness and by showing people when you break it down to the core, when you try to get to the fundamental truths, when you say, hey, this is what's really happening. Do you understand that? And these people combat you with 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 nonsensical arguments. Then, what I do is I use them as an example for others. And I hope that somewhere out there, somebody is listening, somebody is watching, somebody out there is going, "Wow!" I kind of sound like that myself, and now I realize I realize that's ridiculous. Um, and that person that I'm talking to, the person I'm arguing with, the person that I know is never going to come around, they kind of become the sacrificial lamb. I'll just continue to pester them and pound them with questions so that everyone else out there who's watching, Will understand what they never will, and hopefully, uh, by doing that, we can we can save somebody. Anyway, listen, that's that's my that's what that's what I would argue. That's what I would argue, or that's what I would tell people to say when people argue politics. And I think that we definitely, you know, will there always be people, div- you know, who d- remove themselves from truth and justice in the American way? Absolutely, there will be. Uh, but the majority of us will always, I think, I think, still be bound to the ideals and the the moral values and the concepts and the code of ethics and the and the and the the promises of the constitution of the united states of america and of the bill of rights and of the holy bible and all these other things that make this country amazing and as long as there's more of us than there are of them we should be okay which brings me to my next point you should probably share this podcast especially if you know any of those people if you know any of those those people then definitely share this podcast with them and let's help them find the truth. Let's help them ask those hard questions. Let's help them realize that it's not necessarily 50,000 shades of gray and maybe a simple yes or no concept. And when you start to to grasp the truth, you'll become a lot happier and you'll realize that we're way more similar than we are different. Uh, So share this podcast with everyone you know. Like this podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed to it so you get it every single day. And let's keep spreading the word. Let's keep spreading truth justice, freedom, liberty, the promises of our founding fathers, so that we can all live free and secure the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our posterity and save the republic.